Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 7, The Totally Excellent Adventures of Mac and the D. All that right after this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, what is happening, buddy? How are you? Man, it has been so long since we've talked. I'm so sorry that I've I've had to keep pushing back. Well, it wasn't just you. Uh, yesterday, th- my landlord sent uh, people to power wash our house without really telling me they were coming to power wash the house. And so my, my studio sounded like I was in the middle inside of a washing machine. Like, like literally I was inside and inside the house. It was just like whoosh, 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 all day long. And I don't, it took all day to do the whole house. And so that could have been fun. Yeah. Could have been a themed episode. Yeah. We pretend like we're in some sort of a time machine or something. <laughs> the whole time she's been like what Joe Jeff what did you think about the <laughs> it was a lot of fun <laughs> nah I don't think that would have been good oh no that's real dumb yeah after hearing it just there I was like nah and then on top of that I am sick as a dog you probably, you guys probably can hear my voice does not sound normal um, I don't think it's the coronavirus if anybody's worried I think it's just a cold because the symptoms don't line up, but um, I am pretty freaked out because the coronavirus is like, I'm not freaked out because I have something that I think is the coronavirus. I'm freaked out because I've been being really careful about washing my hands, uh, not touching my face when I'm out and about, you know, all those things. And uh, I, I mean, you, you made a song about it. I did. And I, and I feel like I still got a cold. So like. I am likely just as easily, if not easier, could get the coronavirus. And I'm like, damn it. I really don't want the coronavirus. I know nobody wants it, but like as a singer, like the whole, the the thing they're saying about it is like the long-term effects can be like really bad for your lung capacity. And I'm like, yeah, like long-term, long-term lung damage is a a common symptom or a common uh, outcome. That would be really hard for me. So last night when I started getting symptoms of a cold, I was like, oh, please don't be the coronavirus. Please. And I and today I don't think it is based on my symptoms, but like it's still scary. It's just allergies. Oh, it's worse than allergies, but (laughs) I think I think it's just a cold. Like I have a really sore throat, but not really any other symptoms. At least uh, not many other symptoms. Like I don't have a fever. I don't really have a cough. Um, I I have an itchy throat, but that's about it. Um, But it's a really itchy throat, which makes it hard to podcast unless I just want to sound like Batman the whole time. Oh, you can sound like Batman the whole time. See, that's an affected voice. This is just me allowing my voice to do what it wants to do right now. (laughs) What's the difference between you and me? I'm not affecting my voice to do this. (laughs) (laughs) That's the difference between you and me. You like to play with your voice down here. I was born there. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in the low register. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get right into things. Talk about this episode um, of... Agents of Shield. Um, if you if you guys are wa- listening to this in the distant future, uh, we are talking about the episode uh, where the crew has landed in 1982. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 82, yeah. and uh, they they have a full on 80s like adventure horror movie, basically. And I yeah freaking loved it man adventure 80s horror is like what i grew up on this 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 is around the time i was born and this is like what for some reason i was watching when i was like four and five years old was a bunch of like <laughs> that the, the kind of effects where the, the the sort of body horror effects of like the uh, robots stabbing people and chainsawing that's that is four-year-old matt's jam <laughs> i don't know why like you should not have been watching that no i had a bad father i had a very bad father (laughs) you should have been watching like voltron and stuff no no i was watching i was watching stuff like this and this felt so much like an you know 80s early 80s horror movie it felt like robocop in places it felt like yeah it did whatever Any, any pick pick your like 
you know pick your 80s horror yeah cheesy 80s horror and it and it's it's just so much like that and then and then the 80s heroes too where you've got like the the rock band but you also have like the guy who's grieving the law his loss and like i don't know man it just felt like it just felt like everything 80s to me and i, I really loved it yep yep the <laughs> The only thing that was missing was Matt going, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he reminded me of like a, I don't know, like a Charles Bronson type, like him just sitting in the house, like um, being all pissed off, building his building his models and destroying things. Also, we haven't seen Mac in a regularly sized house lately. Like he's always <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> Mac is so tall. Him just like when sitting around. Stood up. Yeah, when he stood up out of that like old eighties oh, chair God. and like walked across the room, I was like, "Oh yeah, Mac is huge. He's just a <laughs> huge human being." I keep forgetting that he's a giant among men. Yeah, when he stood up out of that recliner, I was like, "Oh, he just keeps going, doesn't he? <laughs> is he gonna go through the ceiling?" <laughs> and then he just like bounds over to wherever he's got the. Or no, he went to the to the front door at that point. That's right. Because he got the note from yeah, the D. From the D. D did the D who has now has his own band. Uh, the D squad. squad. Oh man. <laughs> the, okay. This is my main takeaway from this episode. This episode is what you get when you have spent this many years building a show and characters and a universe and you're just having a good time with this one. This episode did yeah. I mean, yeah, like some of the plot was moved forward. Sybil got put back in some some semblance of a body and is with Nathaniel but they could have done that from the beginning. Like Nathaniel could have been the one who picked up uh, picked her up in the first place. This is an episode that is it barely moves the plot forward. It is just an episode about let's do something fun with a show that we've created, and they they just have a good time. And I was completely here for it. It's like they looked around in the writers' room. They're like, "You guys want to do some '80s fun?" They're like, "Yeah." It feels it feels almost like they've been planning this like the fact that they've got like the guy from the future who has the mo of stealing intellectual property from the future and like creating something creating a band to play these local gigs and then you've got the humongous brooding character who whose main weapon is a shotgun axe like this just felt like they had been planning this all along and i don't think they have i think this was just a stroke of genius and i (laughs) i love it man I love the the reveal of the new shotgun axe. He's like, I'm not going to let my director go out there unequipped. Yeah. Oh, man, it was so good. So how, good. How do you have a show where you can legitimately have a silly man-child who's stealing music from the future d- deliver a chrome-plated shotgun axe to the director of the organization and it doesn't feel out of place. Like it felt like that was true to those characters. And I don't know yes, how they did. pulled that off. This didn't feel like a comedy episode to them. Like they didn't know it was a comedy episode. Like they were still living in their, their reality. And it, it I loved it, man. Yeah. I mean, this, this episode goes to show that like when you're in need, Deke is a really good friend. Oh Yeah. Like Deke is there for you. Yeah, this this really did endear me to Deke a good bit. Him because he wasn't just there for. Oh, Deke is just always so sweet. Like you think about him, yeah. and he just, yep. he's just a sweet man. He's just a sweet man. Um, they did a little bit of a reversal in the episode too. When the, the episode begins with a bull, the the kind of like a classic eighties bully um, bullying the computer repair guy. And yeah. then, and it was like, oh, the, that that sucks. I wonder who this guy is. He's probably a protagonist. Nope, he's the weird, like weird science character who's going to go try to build a woman in his basement and get killed for it. Like, uh, yep, I've been waiting years for you. Yeah, that felt like a direct reference to weird science. Um, and yep, uh, it's just so good, man. Just so many good yeah, things. That- that name was said out loud when uh, when the episode was playing in my home. The lady looks and she goes, "Weird science? They're doing weird science. <laughs> they are. They're weirdly doing like weird science mixed with Bill and Ted, mixed with like I don't know Chud. Is this is it mixed with Chud? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it was. 
I felt like it was mixed with like almost like Romero uh, without the zombies. Right. Just, you know, the the amount of gore and the the blood spray on on all of the walls and all the people like it was I mean, it was every 80s horror movie. Yeah. Or well, every it, 80s gore movie. Yeah. It, it also has like a, you know, obviously they, they reference it directly. They call one of the uh, robot short circuit. Um, they also reference Doctor Who uh, with the exterminate line. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just a just them having a great time with it and the 80s score persists through the entire episode a lot of these episodes have started with something like hey let's do a intro that's kind of 60s or 50s and they did do the one uh, black and white episode that was really consistent all the way through this one was another one where they just kept that 80s like feel of both the film like the, the way they edited it the way they shot it but also the music it is just super fun yep yep and uh we like <laughs> The music. If we talk about the music, <laughs> we I mean, we have to talk a lot about the Deke Squad. For sure. <laughs> they have a drummer named Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Cricket just was not a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, at all. No. They just needed a drummer. They just needed a drummer. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, his girlfriend is like, oh, yeah, that song that you played, it was so amazing. He's like, oh, yeah, here I go again. Yeah, it's a killer tune. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just so classic, man. It's just oh so classic. Um and then you know, like that they just they just tried so hard to tell this kind of story and they I feel like they hit all the beats. I was a little worried it wouldn't have the time, but a lot of times those movies are really slowly paced anyway, so the way they like fit it all into 42 minutes or whatever was really wonderful. Um I loved the yeah. shot of uh Mac with his 80s headband and his shotgun axe just like standing ready to kill all of the alien robots I guess like, it's yep. just so good man I oh. mean it was it like at that point it turned into almost like Predator or um, uh, 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 Rambo right oh like, yeah, I, let me say when I when I mentioned all the, the 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 character things that they have that are wonderfully combined here, where they have like the the guy from the future who likes to steal intellectual property and the da 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 that whole thing. The other thing they have here is Mac with a shotgun axe who really hates killer robots. Like he yes. has like an actual aversion to killer robots f- left over from previous seasons and predating his appearance on Shield. Like. Oh man, it, it just felt like this is the movie that Mac watched as a kid that made him hate, like, <laughs> hate killer robots or like fear robots. Yeah, and it was in this base actually. It was in the lighthouse where, um, where Ada was, wasn't it? No, I think that was in- a, Oh, you may be right. You may be right. Um, no, yeah, it was. It was. That's because yeah. he said, uh, "Not again." And yep. I was like, oh, yeah, because she was like right there. Yeah. He cut her head off with the shotgun axe right there. You, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, it wasn't. It was because I remember the I remember them getting away, trying to run from Ada by getting and leaving through that uh that water exit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, May blew up her. Or I'm sorry. El May D blew herself up. Um, oh, that's right. Along with Colson Bot. LMAD and Colson bot. And this season we have Colson bot and like, um, you know, may without feelings, uh, which is, you know, Vulcan maybe Vol Vol made. No, like, no, nothing there. She's not, she's not an LMD. <laughs> no, I was just trying that to make sense. Spock, spot, 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 spay. Nope. Nope. Have your, have your, have your agent spay or neuter. <laughs> Have your agent stop. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so the, the band thing was awesome. I really love when uh, Mac shows up at the party and Deke says, Deke comes in for a hug and he says, complete the journey. Complete the journey. Yep. <laughs> complete the journey. Another line I just completely loved was... Um, <laughs> Max, I've seen Colson's like Colson, you're here, and he says, 
Yeah, that's it. It's me, Colson, and not a lot of ones and zeros trapped in a digital hell. At least I like to think so. <laughs> but admittedly, there's been a lot of soul searching here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was super convenient that he was backed up on a hard drive, though. Right. Yeah, that whole thing was super convenient. I had a friend uh, write me and was like, how is Coulson seeing them? And I was like, there, there's got to be a camera or something. Or he has, but has access to all the cameras. And they were like, no. no. <laughs> he's just living on a no. VCR. <laughs> um, I was like, no, not, he's in a hard drive. Granted, there was some sort of doesn't make a lot of sense. There was some sort of uh, device for detection, maybe, that was at the bottom of it. I saw that, that yeah. It looked like it might have been like a, a almost like a Soli chip, like what the Pixel has, the, the Google Pixel 4, um, to kind of like see where people are, or almost like map them in 3D space. Mm. But, you know, it, it's Deke. Deke has access to a lot of technology. Yeah, he's got future tech. He's actually, he's a really smart tech guy, so he could probably figure something out for that. Yeah, I say he could. I was unbothered by it. Yeah, I wasn't bothered by it because I was having too much fun watching, like watching Mac push Colson around, like on the TV cart, and <laughs> having having Colson look back like over his shoulder or like kind of up and to the right to try to talk to Mac. Yeah, was so good. Like he, he's trying to look at Mac in the face, and he, <laughs> he's just on the, oh, he's on the TV screen. He can't. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. So good. And then, oh my God, when when <laughs> when Colson was like, I I have a plan, but I want to be part of the planning circle. I'm feeling really left out over here. <laughs> oh yeah. That was so good. <laughs> Deke's like, oh, let me just wheel you over here. All right. Okay. Now what? <laughs> I know we talked about it after we watched the trailer, but that moment where he says, Somebody's gonna pay. She's like, You mean the robots? He's like, Yeah, yeah, the robots. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really, really good comic timing to everything they did this episode. Yep. I'm really glad that they gave him the big beard, you know, to show that he's he's not taking care of uh, his himself uh, other than shaving his own head. Right. Still. But he's letting his beard grow. But then as part of the, the epic let's get ready montage, he takes a pair of scissors to that beard. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> to show that he's done being a slob or something right is that classic uh you know it's the classic like you're gonna start taking care of yourself in some way which i guess a beard represents jeff um i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> my beard is healthy and beautiful yeah yeah well let's uh dive into the feedback uh let's see what everybody else is saying about this episode it's rude as hell what was because you were just like, yeah, sure. Let's go to feedback and not not in any way address oh, wait, no, how I, you feel about your beard. I, t- I picked on you about it. I was... I know. There was not like anything passive aggressive about that. That was purely aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I was actively making fun of your beard. No, I'm just teasing. Your beard looks nice, Jeff. Your beard looks nice. Do it like they didn't fly to the Concords. Your beard is good. I don't remember that. I've actually never seen, I've never seen the whole thing. I've only seen like the first few episodes of Flight of the Concords. Oh man, that show is so good. Let's put let's do that on Pandavision. I would be down for that. I don't. <laughs> so like, my whole thing about com- doing comedy is weird. Even 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 now, talking about this episode of Shield, like talking about comedy is it's just hard because you either analyze it or you're just saying how funny it was and neither of those things are super interesting which is why i like to talk about things that aren't necessarily comedy super serious well you know i like i like i love a little comedy in my stuff but like doing podcasting is way uh, to me it's way more interesting if it's about something that you're like actually invested in um instead of because i feel like comedy good story yeah 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 totally anyway let's get into some feedback Okay, uh, we got Kamal Moise in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last season, episode seven, I think. <laughs> hmm. Oh, no, 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 sorry, this is two lines uh, where it shouldn't be. Okay, let's redo that. Uh, Kamal Moise says, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last season, episode seven. I think you guys continue to be awesome. Well, thank you. I actually skipped 
certain episodes and or listen an episode behind because your speculation is close enough or just a better idea to accidentally spoil plots. Mm-hmm. But seriously, you guys are awesome. Well, I feel bad that we spoil things by mistake, but, you know, I don't. Yeah, I guess we don't feel too bad because we continue to do it, but we never know we're spoiling things. We never know anything. We're always just uh, speculating, and sometimes we hit just dead on them nail, and sometimes we don't at all. So you're not really spoiled. You don't, you don't know. We, we very frequently don't. Yeah, very frequently it's wrong. So when, we, when we're right, it just it's just fun. And you guys speculate too. It's fun. <laughs> when we're right, it comes around to being like, hey, yeah, we did a good thing. And we completely forget about all of the times we were wrong about the exact same thing. Yeah. And that's why it's so much fun to cover shows that are currently on. And it's been a hard year with nothing coming out because like, my favorite thing to do is speculate about what comes next. But when you only have what came out a year ago it starts to be like well we're still speculating about what will come after the thing we watched a year ago <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true and, you know you you end up saying the same theories over and over again they, <laughs> you, you kind of get stuck indeed, indeed. Anyway, emily sizzle says could you please make some deke squad merch for us to buy yeah. i'm obsessed now him and fitz are my favorite characters by far that's pretty great. I, uh, you know, I don't, uh, well, which we, we've definitely, uh, drifted maybe too close to copyright in the past with some of our, uh, <laughs> some of our merch, but, uh, we, we, we probably couldn't, although I looked it up and there are definitely people out there that made geek deke squad shirts. Um, and I feel like maybe we should get in on that. Like we should get somebody to design one and just throw it up on Teespring. Like we can't afford to order a box of them. Cause I don't think we're going to get a bunch of orders for deke squad shirts, but like, uh, we should, we should totally try to do that more often. Cause yeah, nobody's, nobody's watching out for the copyright for Deke squad. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody's, uh, nobody's going to call Disney and be like, Hey, do you know what these guys did? Yeah. There was a pretty took great one. Deke squad. <laughs> I, I, after she said that I, I like, I did, I like went and looked at the internet. Like I wonder if that exists and it does. There's a, there, it does exist, Emily. Um, so we, we probably won't make it to, to do it this time, but you should definitely... Well, it's a good idea. We need to get someone just like making making merch for gen- specific episodes. You know, um, back in the day, Omer El Malia... Back in the day. Yeah, Omer, uh, the artist who listens to the show, uh, used to uh, make... The only artist. Uh, well, one of the Sorry. artists who listens to the show, yeah. Sorry. Well, he also has done a bunch of our merch too, um, yeah. over the years. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, but he used to make specific designs for each episode of like, what was it? Uh, Jessica Jones. I remember he used to do and some daredevil. Yeah, He did a lot of the Netflix. Uh, he did a lot of Netflix, Netflix shows. He was inspired by those individual episodes and made a lot of t-shirt designs. And like at the time <laughs> when we got those, I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm glad you're inspired. Keep on doing stuff. Nothing we could do with that, but these days we could actually like probably always just have like shirts about the newest episode up. Yeah. Yeah. More, uh, it's more uh, options for the people who win trivia, you know? Uh, yeah. Speaking of trivia, blah, 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 blah. Selfless, shameless plug. Yeah. Not selfless, shameless plug. Selfless plug, everybody. Uh, yep. Come to trivia for you. and do something kind for someone. <laughs> Yep, us specifically. Us specifically. Yes, <laughs> a plug for you to be selfless and come to trivia. <laughs> yep, a selflessness plug. Yeah, yeah, guys. We, we, <laughs> but we do. We are doing trivia every Wednesday night, seven thirty over on twitch.tv slash Panda TV. And uh, man, the the bot was really cool last week. Like fourteen people were within four points of each other or something like that by the end. Yeah, that was super yeah, it was cool. real close. It was so close. And then. Stevie Pooh came like out of left field with the only answer to a question and it yeah. catapulted him into first place. Yeah, there's a there's a we we, we 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 put a thing in the code where if only one person gets a question right, they get basically double points. And so Stevie Pooh was was lower, you know, not not too far, but he was low enough in the rankings that he wasn't in the top five. And then suddenly he like shot up for shot forward. It was awesome. It was real good. Very dramatic. Very fun. <laughs> it was one of those things that they're going to make movies about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. That seems very, yep. uh, it'll be the next cool runnings. 
Oh, yeah. Can we get John Candy? <laughs> no, we can't. You can play me. We, we can't get John Candy. He's been dead a long John time. John Candy would... John Candy would probably be better as you. It's to not be the, not the eighties anymore. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm I'm a John Candy type. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I would obviously be uh, Robin Williams. I was I was in the store uh, and I'd recently been losing a lot of weight, and uh, I'd always I often got compared mostly because of my actions. Like I'm really like I'm a very like a very physical guy. I'm a big guy, but I'm a very like kind of agile. I like to jump around a lot. I like to, I'm, you know, when I'm on stage and stuff like that. Um, and so I got compared to Chris Farley all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Same. And then, uh, I lost about 50 pounds and then I started getting compared to Jack Black all the time. And you know what the difference <laughs> is about 50 pounds. Um, <laughs> about 50 pounds. <laughs> the only, the only difference. <laughs> and I was very proud. Everyone kept calling me Jack Black and I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I am a shiny golden god. <laughs> what's, 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 who we got up next? Uh, Gryat Mathuru said, so there's really only one thing to say about this episode. We need more Mac Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope. we do. Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> shut, <laughs> so, no, no, no. shut deep okay. down real hard. Yeah, he did. It was so good. So ah, Steve Abramowitz, uh, very disappointed. I think the budget ran out of money. Short Circuit was better. So many 80s miscues. Just goofy. And no Captain Marvel slash Fury cameo. Boo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel that way. I think that most of the ways that they didn't use much money, like the bad effects and the way they had like the shadow on the wall showing the short circuit like style robot rolling towards them or whatever. That to me was just eighties references. And I, I thought it was great. I did not find any of them to yeah. be miscues. I thought they were just like perfectly done eighties trash. This wasn't, this wasn't <laughs> just like an eighties movie. This was like an eighties trash movie. Yep. I grew up on eighties trash. I am eighties trash. Oh my dude. This was Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was in the style of like that sort of thing, but that's like a 2000 movie. Was it? Yeah. Bubba Hotep's like not that old. Am I, am I just crazy? I think so. Oh, 2002. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I take it back. Sorry, bud. I take it back entirely. But it is Sam Raimi, I believe. Isn't that right? Or no, it's not Sam Raimi, is it? Uh, or is he, does he produce it or something? Uh, but it, it, no, it's not. It's not Sam Raimi at all. He might be. Might have, maybe he produced it or something. That's what I'm thinking of. Or maybe I'm just thinking of. Uh, it's just Bruce. It's Campbell. just Bruce Campbell. So I just assume everything he's in is produced by. Uh, which is, <laughs> is probably not too far off. So like, Sam Raimi Sam, is obviously attached to Bruce Campbell's there. Yeah, Sam Raimi produces most of the things that he does. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I'm sorry. I take it back. Uh, not Bubba Hotep, but. You know, Bubba Hotep was mimicking that style. Yeah, Bubba Hotep was doing the same thing this episode is doing. So it was very purposefully, specifically, very 80s. I don't want to say ripoff, but definitely copying that 80s style. Like all of the, all the, the, the blood spray and the, the goofy practical effects of, you know, bodies being torn apart and, um, yeah. You know, Things be like the huge blood pool running out yeah, from it's, in the hallway. It's eighty schlock, man. That's that's all it is. It's yeah, so good. It's very, very much on purpose. Yeah. So I don't I don't think any of this stuff was miscues. I think they were going for a very specific thing, and I thought they hit it out of the park. Especially doing that and still leaving Deke and Max characters pretty intact. That's yeah. a, that's a really hard balance to strike, and I think they did a wonderful job with it. Agreed. Uh, Drew Greg says, hi, Matt and Jeff. Hello, Drew Greg. Uh, this was a great episode. I really loved all the 80s nostalgia stuff. It reminded me a lot of Stranger Things. This fun episode was a nice break from all the end of the world stuff from the first half season. Uh, I'm so excited for the final six episodes of the series. Thank you so much for the awesome podcast and keep up the great work. P.S. Can I join Deke Squad? <laughs> I mean, I won't stop you. Uh, it looks like they need a drummer. <laughs> so how how are your drum skills? You don't even have to be an agent, apparently, if you're a drummer. 
Uh, what do you, so yeah. we, one thing we didn't talk about in our, you know, running this down in the beginning, what do you think they're going to do with Colson next? Uh, they said, like, did, did they build me a new body? And they said, just wait, you'll have to wait and see. What do you think they're going to do for Colson next? Like, we've had him in so many different forms. Hmm. What if he gets integrated with the ship? Oh, you go late 80s and we get Knight Rider. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's what I need. That's what I need so bad. Yeah. I would be down with Knight Colson, Rider. Colson's the new Jarvis. I would be cool with that. I would be cool with that. Although Knight Rider was apparently 1982 as well, but it did go for a lot longer. Man. Okay. So like I played with my cousins, I played Knight Rider. You know, when we were watching the the series, I guess it was reruns. I don't know. But yep, uh, yep you weren't born. <laughs> yep, I was not. I did not yet exist in 1982. <laughs> so I was always Kit, and my dumbass was always on my hands and knees, <laughs> like my cousin on my back, <laughs> just like <laughs> let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> you were the mount. <laughs> Yep. yep. That's very funny. <laughs> yep. I was quite young and it was real dumb, but I loved it. Knight Rider was my jam. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. Jeffrey James says, okay, not sure where the best place to comment on Agents of Shield. So I'll right, do it here. Right here. Right and where you did. Yeah. This, you know, place is where we can see it. Uh, first, I'm wicked annoyed that you ignored my perfect solution to the cap time travel problem. Apparently, it's an illustration of the Spinal Tap wisdom that it's fi- it's a fine line between stupid and clever. <laughs> well, let me just that. I don't think we intentionally ignored your uh, very clever solution. It may still be in our feedback that we haven't caught up on. So sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, but or or we might have missed it. So here's the thing with the feedback. Let me let me let me address that real quick. We have feedback coming from Facebook, like. Like a few different places on Facebook, a few different places on Twitter, a few different places in the Discord and the um, Stranded Panda chat and our email. And so every week I go about collating all of that feedback. And so sometimes I miss something. So if I miss something, I apologize to everybody. And sometimes we just don't have Reddit. Oh, and we have a Reddit, yeah, and, and I haven't checked it in a while because I'm, I'm not act. That's the thing. I'm not really that active on Discord or Reddit yet, and I'm trying to get better because people are trying to talk about the podcasts and stuff there in those places, and I'm just not good at that kind of uh, th- those two so- those two social media platforms yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's hard for me to keep okay. up with one social media, and now I've got to like stare at TikTok at least three hours a day. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, the video that has cropped up recently, or the the thing, whatever? I the TikTok fad. I don't know. I probably um, have. If that's what it has <laughs> cropped up recently of answering the cat. No, I guess I haven't. Oh man, it's so funny. I saw this just like hilarious compilation of uh, of people like people would pick up a cat, put it to their head, and be like, "Hello." Oh, yeah. I, I gotcha. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And then put the cat down yeah. and then be like, the queen is coming. <laughs> That's silly. They were, they were obviously lip syncing to some sort of something, but, um, I don't know what it was. It's so, really, it's really interesting. Like depending on what you like on TikTok, things that you would like on TikTok start showing up for you. And like, it's really weird how, what some people see and some people don't see. And, ah. Uh, I and, saw this on Facebook. And, and China knows all has all our data now. Yep. They have somebody was like, you realize they're just like building a psychological profile on you. And I'm like, yeah, probably. But that's okay. Yeah, but who hasn't really? Like that's that's what all these social media platforms are doing is building a psychological profile on me. I really wish they would just share. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just share so you can serve me save, better. Save a lot of work for everybody involved. <laughs> I will say, as much as I know TikTok is problematic with all the data problems, like it is a really fun social media platform. Just like it's when I just really want to veg out for twenty minutes and just like stare at something fun and funny. Like it, there's nothing like it. Like just swipe up, swipe up, swipe up. Funny thing, funny thing. <laughs> cool dance, funny thing. Cool special effect, funny thing. 
It's good yep. stuff, guys. Good it's stuff. like Vine. It's it's the new Vine. It, it is the new Vine. I mean, very literally, it is the new Vine. Yep. Very direct line between those two things. Yep. 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 Uh, Jeffrey James continues uh, on his feedback with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 7, non-spoiler, about a dozen Kung Fury callbacks. Funny, but why? I don't know what he... I don't know Kung Fury well enough to know what what references there were to Kung Fury. Uh, I think it's... Uh, Kung Fury more references 80s pop culture uh, action movies. Right. So I think it was, I think it was just that it was kind of in parallel They're to Kung re- Fury. Similar to how you thought it seemed like Bubba Hotep. Cause it right. did, cause right. it was similar to Bubba Hotep, but it's just cause they're drawing from the same well of inspiration. Right. Right. Uh, he also says agents of shields in seven episodes, seven spoiler. Okay. I get that it was necessary to show the passage of time and max depression. But while I know depressed people do strange things, I don't think that wearing a false beard was perhaps (laughs) the best choice (laughs) in terms of creating emotional feeling. Also pretending to cut it rather than just unhook the ears was perhaps a bit surreal, even for this episode. Just my opinion. (laughs) General comment. Important! Please immediately rename Matt's band to The Deke Squad. (laughs) Uh, If only. If only. That that would definitely be in the the running for a new name for the band. I'll I'll let you know when I come up with a new band. Oh my god. Matt. I've got it. He okay. When they go to the nineties, because it's inevitable. When they go to the nineties, they're going to rename the band to the Mighty Deeks. No, 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 no. The Mighty Mighty Deeks. Oh. <laughs> the Mighty Mighty Deek tones. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Mighty Mighty Deeks was great. <laughs> it was just enough of a Boston's reference. <laughs> And also still kind of Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The Mighty Mighty Deeks. Yep. That's it. That's where, that's a good, that's a good spot. That's like, I feel like what just happened is where they were like, Deadpool. Yeah. Captain Deadpool. No, just Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, four says, please read this as either Bill or Ted from... Well, you know. <laughs> From, well, you know. All right. Okay. I, you know. I dig it. It's but, only an extremely long email. It is an extremely long email, but it's Bill and Ted. Who doesn't want to hear that voice for a minute and a half? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was uh, facetious, but mm, uh, maybe. I'm going to ignore it. You'll never Dude. know. This episode was completely ridiculous. From the bad fake beard to the bad cover band to the bad 80s versions of Chronicoms. And I loved every second of it. (laughs) There was a totally surprising mix of comedy and drama, almost Taika Waititi-esque. Esquire? (laughs) (laughs) Taika Waititi-esquire. So stupid, so stupid, and a visual text joke that we're we're you know I don't know how it's coming across. Anyway, continue, Bill, Bill Theodore Logan. Oh yeah, it's Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah, it's Ted Theodore Logan and Bill S. Preston Esquire. I can't be the only one getting choked up at the scene with Mac and Deke in front of Uncle Marcus's house. Not to mention Mac getting his bro Thor on in the first part of the episode. Very hard to believe this was written and shot before Endgame. And Coulson dealing relatively well with being trapped in 80s tech was the chef's kiss of the whole thing. (laughs) Some things I'm trying hard not to think about too much, resumed Jeff Voice, if you'd like. I like the stage directions. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I just went with the air guitar instead of saying insert air guitar here. Because oh yeah, no, that I was, knew that it was had good. to happen. <laughs> I should have joined you in harmony. Oh, yes. You can do it in post. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will. That way you'll, you'll sound less alone. I promise. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Good. Thanks. Where is the actual shield? Head cannons, either insides failure, bankrupted slash expose them, and they're disbanded like what happens in the future, or Deke just wasn't able to reach out to them without being laughed at. Maybe Stoner has gotten a Winter Soldier visit by now. 
Mm. Mm. Well, I, I would say that they're, this is like a version of future shield. Um, maybe they're trying not to get in the way of the timeline of whatever actually is going on at shield. Although it is strange to not know what's going on with shield. Cause this, this uh, facility was supposed to be shut down by the time they got there in the seventies. So it's not surprising that it shut this, this facility is shut down now. So I guess they just never went to find regular shield, which I guess that makes sense from Deke's perspective. If it was, if it was Mac making those decisions, he might've gone for it. But like, I think Deke being like, just making his own thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what Deke knows, you know, he, we, we say that Deke is a, a guy who like steals IP and, and, you know, runs with, technology that he's seen before or songs that he's seen before but like he latches on to what he knows and then just replicates that over and over again and that's where his comfort zone is so i i think that's a, a not a i don't think that that's a flaw necessarily i think that that's a, a feature of his character um as far as where actual shield is I couldn't tell you. I was I was kind of wondering the same thing. Yeah, me too. At one point, but I was like, "This is too much fun to really care." <laughs> so, like, it's been what six years since uh, since the launch or the attempted launch of Insight. It's, it's it's the classic. Like, the time traveler has to deal with the other time travelers while everyone else is dealing with whatever else is going on. Like in Back to the Future Two, Marty has to go back and like deal with old Biff and stop him while the other Marty is still trying to make sure his parents have sex. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't, the, he, young Marty doesn't go, or or like new Marty, future Marty doesn't go enlist the help of the other Marty. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You, you got, you got me. Let's move no, on. No, no. <laughs> Marty is shield. Come on. It's a perfect okay. analogy. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> all right. Should I continue? I should not continue the voice. No, no, no. He said switch back to Jeff. Go for it. I know. He said if you'd like. Oh, okay. And, and it was a very good, um, you know, Bill S. Preston. I liked it. Thank you. Uh, why the quick pick stop in in 1982 headcanon Fitz is controlling the Zephyr's time jumps based on any chronicom activity in time and all of the waves being made are tripping him up a little he sent the team to 1982 when Sybil was turned on by the computer repair guy then when he realized she wouldn't be functional for another 20 months he sent them to 1983 Hmm. Ooh, I like that. I like that too. I think we'll get an answer because they did ask that question on screen this episode. They were like, why did we get stopped for a second in 1982? Like what's going on? And so I think that won't just drop. I think we're going to find out what's going on with the time. Like the time travel, even the fact that they're still moving through time is a question because from what we understood, they were moving through time on the wake of the, waves they they were they were following the other ship right that's what they said in a a previous episode but that doesn't seem to be the case because that ship was destroyed and now they're just jumping so it's possible that like a la quantum leap they're like they're they're gonna keep jumping and maybe they hope the next one will be their one home you know (laughs) wouldn't that also sliders yeah i think i'm actually quoting sliders damn it No, no 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 Yeah, that, I'm 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 quoting Quantum Leap. I wonder if they both have that in the in the in the you know intro because I think that is uh, from Quantum Leap. Hoping my next one will be the one home, or does it, no? It's some lady talking, Doctor Samuel Beckett, hoping his next one will be the wee leap home. Uh, the wee leap home. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I went kind of Irish and then I said wee. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the next question that OA4 has is, what was the point of Cricket? Headcanon, in a timeline without Chronicoms, Cricket eventually becomes Rusty, a.k.a. the best helicopter pilot that Lance Hunter's money can buy. What? What? Okay, who's Lance Hunter? Oh, man, you don't remember Lance Hunter? Wait, no, I don't know if I do off the top of my head. Uh, Bobby Morse's uh, bow. Oh, sorry. His name his first name was Lance? Yeah, I, I like. I remember him being Hunter. 
Sorry. <laughs> my, uh, I guess my brain, my brain froze on that one. Uh, okay. Sure. He, he becomes the best helicopter pilot that Lance Hunter's money can buy. Okay. That, I feel like there's not much headcanon needed here, but I'm, but I'm, I'm happy. You know, that's fun. I feel like he is purely comedy relief. He is oh, a man. he is a townie that does not matter that his life was removed from the timeline. Yeah, I mean the point of cricket was that they needed a drummer. Mm-hmm. He said that, and it was it was so that they can make lots of uh, cocaine jokes. <laughs> no man, he was selling coke. <laughs> <laughs> what the soda? Come on, Mac. Uh, he says, those couple of questions aside, this was definitely the most fun episode of the season. I'm sure all the silliness is there to compensate for what's sure to be a dark and plot-heavy back half. I can't wait until next time. I hope they continue with this tone they've been striking, where they have like some serious stuff going on, but then they continue to have these these episodes. This kind of episode does feel like a victory lap to me. Like It's just everything we might want from like a silly episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. while... Uh, you know, with with just craziness, I, I I like it a lot. Honestly, I feel like this whole uh, this whole season has been a victory lap. Oh, for sure, for sure. This this one just felt a little more indulgent, I guess, than the rest of them. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. It was real rich. The other ones at least felt like they were trying to move the plot forward. This one just felt like let's just have a good time for forty two minutes, and I <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh, man. All right. All right. All right. Lauren Holdridge says, hey, guys, it's Lauren again. Hey, Lauren. (laughs) Hey, Lauren. I just Mm. wanted to say that it's absolutely insane that a couple weeks ago, the three of us together basically predicted this entire episode. I said it was going to be a buddy episode with Mac and Deke in the 80s. And you guys added to that saying that Deke could become a famous singer. And we were right. Oh, man. Team high five, everyone. I think the Deke squad would be proud. (laughs) I don't remember us doing that. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's not just things from the episodes of TV I forget, guys. I forget, you know. Words that I said. Yeah, words I say. (laughs) Once it's it's come out of my mouth, it's... uh, uh, There's no point in me remembering it. It's for everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Those words are for you guys. <laughs> I'm not meant to know them. I'm like, I'm like the Simmons. This I have, wasn't, I've this got wasn't that, for uh, me. I've got that little uh, device in my neck that makes me forget all the things, but, <laughs> but you guys are the fits uh, out in the future, listening to the podcast of the time stream. Oh my God. Stop. Uh, okay. What else does Lauren have to say? <laughs> Also, the trailer for next week shows May and Yo-Yo oh. going to after. Should, should, oh, we, should, we, should we watch it? Should we watch what it first? A spoiler, Lauren. How Lauren, dare Lauren, you? Lauren, spoiling it. No, it's okay. I should have read that and and warned us. Um, but how could I without being spoiled? So we're gonna let's do that now, and then we'll let's the do that right feedback. now, and we'll we're, come back to Lauren. Yeah, we're gonna watch the next week's trailer for next week. So if you don't want to know anything about the trailer for next week, uh, go away. No, we love you very much, and we'll be back. Actually, like, almost right after this episode, I'm going to have to drop an episode, another episode. So we'll be back now, basically. <laughs> oh, man. The, the like, l- victory lap continues. It looks like we're visiting Afterlife and Jiaying. I saw Gordon. Oh, oh, did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually missed Gordon. Yeah, they had a, a teleporting uh, bubble that happened. I that was the time drive. They had that one, and they also had one with everybody standing around. In the middle of it was Gordon and somebody else. Oh, cool, sweet. Yeah. So it looks yeah. like they're gonna they're gonna take her to afterlife to try to figure out. Oh yeah, that is Gordon. Man, this is great, man. This is getting back to like season two stuff, and it just makes me hopeful for all the stuff we're gonna see in these last few episodes. Do you think we'll get um? The girl in the flower dress. Are you talking about Raina? Yeah, Raina. You think we'll get Raina back? Uh, girl in the flower dress. Probably not. Yeah. She's she's off she's off doing a lot of other things, but like she she like uh was in a Oscar winning movie and then she's been on Preacher for a few seasons. But I, I would love for them to just like drop her into this one Ruth. last time. Ruth Nega, that's her name. Yeah, that's it. Just happened to know that for no particular reason. Um, but no, I, I don't know that they're going to bring her back. 
she she wasn't relevant to Inhumans until like at the time current time. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I don't think it she'll they'll bring her back for this episode. I just meant like in general. Like they're they're making their way through the timeline, and I wonder how much they're going gotcha. to. I wonder, man. I would love. We've talked a lot about them doing a. Uh, a background of Avengers one thing, but like I would love background of season one of agents of shield, like, or whatever, like some of the things they've gone through, we get like a real back to the future Two feel where they're like actually going through and like interacting with themselves and fixing the timeline and stuff. That would be really crazy. I, I would enjoy that a lot. Uh, there was somebody in this trailer uh, that had, Powers that looked a whole lot like Lash. Huh. Remember Lash from season oh, yeah. three? Yeah, yeah. Like twenty seconds into the trailer. You mean that, like the uh, like the spirally powers? Yeah, yeah. The, Is that what Lash's powers looked like? When he pulled the hive par- particles, particulate, whatever, out of out of Daisy, that's what it looked like. Huh. Okay. It did the the swirling around and and focusing on one point like that now lash was may's boyfriend or something right yeah her ex-husband ex-husband that's it man that's that's such a long time ago um man season three yeah i just love the idea that we're getting to and we're getting closer and closer to like current timeline marvel stuff and, and and visiting afterlife in the 80s, or like I'm guessing this is sometime in the 80s, um, late 80s probably. Uh, well, they didn't they didn't jump forward. Oh, so this is just 83. As far as we yes. know. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is 83 because they like. Uh, let's see. It was May and Yo Yo, I think, that um, that Simmons was saying you guys have like 21 days or something like that until we jump again. Oh, okay. That's right. And they split the team up or something. Yeah. And this must be what the, the other side of the team is doing going to afterlife or something. And they're going to meet up. It looks like a, a, a shorter girl is, has the glowing eyes and is doing that thing. You said looked like lash. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that looks exciting. I'm excited to see Afterlife. I'm excited to see Jia Ying again and get a sense of her. I guess this would be before or is this after? Or did she not go through the the problem with Whitehall? When did that happen? Uh, I don't remember. And if it happened after this, do you think that Daisy will stop it? Do you think Daisy will warn her? Do you think that anybody's going to warn her? Yeah, I think Daisy will warn her. Like, I, I am almost certain Daisy will warn her. As much as she's been, like, questioning whether, like, this is the biggest pain of her life. Like, if she can stop Ying from being uh, tortured, I think she would. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but mm, that chain of events is what leads to her going through what she went through to be who she is. Yeah, sure. But still, like that, that's the question. I mean, I think that's a really interesting question they could ask, and I hope they fully explore that. Like, yeah. Do you give up who you are if it meant you could avoid a lot of the pain of your past? It's a hard question. It's a hard question for anybody, and I think the show could really explore that well here. It's cool. Yeah, and it, I'm really uncomfortable with you asking me that. <laughs> Just like outright no. like that. Yeah, no. Uh, I was asking you, please answer. No, what I'm going to do instead is bring up that you were saying, does this happen after or seven before? Is it after before? And the name of next week's episode is after comma before. Hmm. And I just, I find it funny. After before. That's really great. After before. Uh, What else does Lauren have to say? Lauren finishes with also the trailer for next week shows May and Yo-Yo going to afterlife and paying 80s Xia Ying a visit. 
to uh, to get help for both of their problems with their superpowers. I have a theory that the next episode might take place at the same time as the events of 7x7, uh, because I'm pretty sure May was displaying emotion in this in this one, flirting with Coulson, shock at Deke's story, her sass about building Coulson's new body, etc., which could mean that Ying's help was successful and she's learning how to control her new empath powers. What do you think? Thanks for the great content as usual. P.S. Who was your favorite non-Deke member of the band? <laughs> um, well, for yeah, first off, what do you what do you think of that? Uh, I, I thought the same thing when I saw May that she seemed to be a little more emotional than she should have been, I guess. I was too busy going, is this the usual suspects? Because do, she was mean? or uh, where it was a it was a thing where she's sitting interviewing Deke or debriefing Deke. And he's explaining the events and oh, then it just right, right, right. goes into it and then it comes back and he's still sitting there explaining to her. She's like, no, that's bullshit. And he's like, no, no, I swear that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to it. So, you know, it's, it's intercut with the interview. Yeah. Um, there's a number of things that do that. Yeah, there's several that but do yeah. that. But I was too busy. I was too caught up in like, is this like that? And then I, I got caught up in the flow of the band. How much of story? How much of Deke's story do we believe? Yeah, right. <laughs> who is Kaiser So say? Who um, is Kaiser? Who is Deke Shaw? Um, okay, no. so who is your favorite non-Deke member of the band? I mean, you don't have to say non-Deke. My favorite member of the band is the the Russian lady. The Russian lady, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Like there's no other person that could be your favorite. I actually really like the other lady in the band. Uh, I don't know. If, I forget her name, uh, but I just loved how I just loved the 80 stereotypes of all the band members. <laughs> I liked the Chang gang. Um, I really it was like just enough of a like sort of 80s silliness to it to have like the tw- the twins with the name the Chang gang. I don't know, man. It's just good. And then like. Um, the other character was like the classic 80s horror movie sort of vixen look to look about her, like with the really sort of pale skin, bright red lipstick, big hair. But then she like, I don't know, it, she didn't seem like completely not a person. You know what I mean? Like she seemed kind of legit, yeah. like, like, like she was still a person. And I, I just the balance they struck in this episode was so much fun. I mean, she showed up and, and straight up Ripley, that guy. Or that one robot, oh, if you recall. What did she do to it? I don't... Like, when, when she and Max showed up and basically saved everybody, she, like, stabbed it with a... I think it was... She stabbed it with a mic stand. Oh, nice. But she... I mean, it felt like... It felt like Doctor... Or not... Was it Doctor? Is, is Sigourney Weaver's character Ripley a doctor? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember. Not, th- not that I recall. I think she's, like, a... No, nah, I don't remember her profession. <laughs> she might have been a doctor. She's just Ripley. Yeah. I really want to do yeah. a Binger's Assemble about the all of the um, Alien Universe movies. Because Oof. there's a lot of them and some of them are really great and some of them are really bad. And it, like I just wanna I just wanna like really enjoy the whole thing as it is. <laughs> including all the A V P stuff, you know. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's do it. No. <laughs> Okay. You could probably get John to do that, my 4M ghost. Oh, yeah. He loves the alien stuff. Cool. Yeah, I, I loved it growing up, um, but I, I haven't seen it as an. I don't know. I think I, I think I watched, last time I watched, like, the last. I watched the first four back when that was all that existed. Um, so I was, like, 17 or 18, and then I haven't seen them all since. Mm-hmm. But. I, I, I'm, I keep being told by people I need to check out like the new stuff, the Prometheus, um, Prometheus and whatever the other one's called. Uh, uh, not isolation. Um, shit. It was the prequel. Wait. Yeah. They're both prequels, Prometheus and then something else, but I don't even, I don't even know what they're about, honestly. Um, so I'm excited. Prometheus was not great. Um, I heard that from some people, but I, some pe- other people that I trust said that it was really great. It's just kind of slow. Which covenant, I, Cove, Alien Covenant. Yeah, yeah. I need it. I, <laughs> I need to get into all that. Um, 
I need to sit back in a nice warm bath of alien movies. <laughs> There'll be a bath. You'll get sprayed with something. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is our show for today. Uh, we're going to be back uh, almost immediately after this one drops. We're going to try to drop this other episode uh, th- talking about kind of news and feedback stuff, non-Shield related stuff. Um, so uh, thanks for joining us today. Please check out uh, our new show, Pandavision. We're still giving away a shirt uh, for for a lucky reviewer of that show. A bunch of you guys have already done it, and we really appreciate it. So please go over and review Pandavision and give it a listen. Um, we're covering the boys right now. And uh, within the next week or two, we're going to be covering the new season of Umbrella Academy. So lots of cool stuff coming over on Pandavision and uh, trivia on Wednesday night. We're just we're just trying to make stuff and for all you guys to check out and and try to build up the community. Because honestly, that's been the coolest part is everybody getting to interact and, you know, do that whole thing. It's been really fun. So we love you guys. Three thousand. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you.